Coke, Coke, if you're listening, you need to sponsor us. (laughs) It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's Superhero Slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes, it's Superhero Slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mitch Buckley. Mike, Mike, what happened to your accent? No, I'm kidding. It's it, Mitch. Uh, this week, New York Comic Con has brought a lot of DC treats for us, Mitch. You, you see oh, those? Looks they, exciting. They it's are been very a heavy week of news. They are delicious. They are delicious little treats. Uh, oh. Star Wars gets the Mandalorian show. Oh, that looks unreal. it looks it looks good. Uh, Will Mysterio look right in Spider Man as well? Huh? I huh? think he probably might. That, we might. That we'll see. Pretty interesting. Yeah. That Mysterio, he's for for a character who wears a fishbowl on his head. He's got a lot of expectations out there. Doesn't and more. he though? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, um, guys, uh, Mike is out of town this week. I don't know where he is. Probably, yeah. we, we used to make up stories of where he was. He's probably at a wedding somewhere, I think he is. I, I don't really know. Um, but instead, we have Mitch. Mitch has stepped in to fill in the, the podcast uh, void left by Mike. And, uh, Mitch, you have a wonderful accent. Could you fill in the listeners on where you're from? <laughs> um, I, do, I do have a bit of a different accent um, I'm from Perth, uh, Western Australia So um, a lot of people in Australia know Sydney and Melbourne um, I'm from the opposite side of the country um, About a five hour flight away So a little town called Perth um, is where I'm originally from But I'm in Bristol in the UK at the moment So far from that, home That Is, like is that exactly the opposite sides of the world? Is that Have, have you drawn Very a line close. between the points? Okay um, yeah, it's pretty close. <laughs> okay. Big difference. So, um, before the show, I don't know how much you want to say, Mitch, but Mitch Mitch does wildlife photography and videography? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay. And um, tell, I mean, what if you could say what what's your favorite wildlife, um, I guess, series, video, movie, anything, any documentaries you'd recommend to people to watch, maybe? That oh, you've, man. That, you've seen? Um, that a maybe are a little under the, the radar. Is a really good documentary called, or there's a couple called Chasing Ice is one and Chasing Coral is another. Um, I don't know if the, the people have heard of them, but um, amazing time-lapse footage. Um, Chasing Ice is about um, like these three-year time-lapses of glaciers and Chasing Coral is about um, coral reefs, time-lapses of coral. Um, which are really cool to check out. Um, otherwise, there's a really another really good one called Inside Nature's Giants, which is all about sort of anatomy and evolution of um, you know some really big animals and a sort of team of veterinary scientists um, dissect animals that have died and of natural causes and sort of show you how they work. Um, yeah, it's it. It feels interesting talking about wildlife filmmaking on a superhero podcast. <laughs> it is well, I, <laughs> something different. <laughs> well, we just had to put it out there a little bit just to make sure. I mean, Swamp Thing is technically an environmental superhero kind of show. Very true. Uh, and we, we he's actually he's in our notes later on, so you know we get to we get to throw that in there. Um, speaking of, who is your favorite? What is your favorite superhero movie right now? Out of all of them. Oh. I'd say Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok, um, okay. Probably because, you know, the Australian um, vibes that you get yeah. from it. But, um, yeah, that's that's probably top of the list right now. Top of the list right now. I actually, uh, my wife had uh, one of her friends over this weekend, and last night we got to watch Civil War again. 
and uh, oh, not Civil yeah. War, not Civil War, Winter Soldier. It was Winter Soldier because yeah, she, she yeah. forgot, and I forgot how much that move that good that movie is. Like that is, oh, it is though. I think that that's one of Mike's favorites, isn't it? It, I, it yeah. definitely holds up. Yeah, it it really does, and um, like it just thinking of these people, the the uh, the these under like the Russo brothers who were doing paintball episodes of um, Community, Community, and then <laughs> jumping into essentially leading the second half of the MCU at this point. Uh, it, it's just mind blowing that they were able oh, to come that far. They they totally delivered on their movies. Like you know, they they took a leap. But man, they they absolutely killed it. Oh, uh, they they landed with the superhero landing. That's what they did. Oh, with didn't their lead. they? Didn't yeah. they just? Yeah. So, all right. Well, Mitch, anything else you want to throw out there? I mean, before we before we get going, I mean, any any fun facts, or you just want to get into the news? Because I've been I've been dangling this in front of you all week. So. <laughs> no, just that. Um, yeah, no, I've I've been following you guys for about three years, and just love the show and um i'm absolutely honored to be a part of it so thank you for having me yeah well thank you for for offering um i'm i'm very anxious to hear what other people think especially i mean again we're 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 in america and as as we're not into politics on the show as mike likes to remind us um i just what other people outside of the 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 country thinks of all this stuff because a lot of this is you know based here and and what we experience so i know australia i mean australia used to get movies months if not years later than, than America yeah, so um, it's gotten better recently actually we get them one or two days before you guys so a yeah. lot of the time um, yeah we, we get to see stuff quite early um, but no it has gotten a lot better Australia's grown up a lot yeah <laughs> yeah quite recently well, that's, that's really cool so um, and then in England now you're on the other part of the, the, the pond that gets them just as early as us sometimes a week early yeah, which is yeah. a little unfair so yeah uh, however long you're there, maybe you'll get to see Captain Marvel before us. I, I don't know. Um, oh. that's, yeah, that's coming up. Um, Stoked for that movie. But instead, you got an opportunity to go see Venom this weekend, and we're going to jump right into this because I'm sure everyone is dying to know, if they haven't seen it already, Venom, the movie. The, the first oh. of the Sony... Not maybe a revitalization, their own new universe. It's not quite a... Well, it is definitely a reboot from the... 2007 version but yeah. venom uh mitch would you mm. recommend venom or would you not recommend venom how do you I, feel i would recommend venom okay um it it was better than i thought um i'll be honest and i i think better than the representation of venom in spider-man 3 um that's a low bar but yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really is um it, it it has its issues. Um, I I think you know, coming from the background, it did. It, yeah. it had its issues, but um, no, I I, re- I genuinely enjoyed this movie. Um, I found it um, surprisingly funny. Um, there was a lot of comedy in there that I didn't really expect. Um, but Tom Tom Hardy performs very well um, yeah. as as Eddie Brock and Venom. Um, but yeah, no, I I on the whole, I enjoyed it. Okay. All right. I well, would, what were your thoughts? I would say, in 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 true Chris fashion, it did not offend me, Mitch. Um, <laughs> yeah. the, the this movie, like other than Wonder Woman, better than any DC movie I've seen in the past several years. I'd say that's fair. Um, anything? It, I mean, better like Spider Man Two. I think is still really good from Sony, but this beats all the other Spider Man movies Sony's put out beforehand. Um, yeah, even I the Amazing Spider Man movies. Um, it, I would say it even beats some of the lower tier Marvel movies. Like I would watch this before I'd watch Iron Man two or the uh, you know Thor Rag or not Ragnar Thor the Dark World. Yeah, by, by a long oh, no, shot. This this 
definitely beats Thor: The Dark World. Um, <laughs> yeah. Again, low bar, again, low bar. Again, low bar. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not hard to do. Um, um, but but you're right. Like th- this movie is like it's not that bad. Um, I mean, there are there are problems, and 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 we'll. I'll have to talk to Mike about this later, but I mean, we, we may talk about it off the show because we we're not going to spoil it. There are some issues with the movie, but overall, they were able to pull something together that I was like, man, I really, I don't mind watching this right here and right now. Um, Absolutely, and I think like visually, it did it did really well. Um, yeah, I was sort of in the same camp as you guys when this movie was announced and all that sort of thing, it was, you know, a phrase I've, I've picked up from you guys is, you know, no one's asking for this movie. No one <laughs> wants this movie. Yeah. Um, and then much like the Gambit movie. Um, and <laughs> no, no one, no one really wants that one. No one wants it. But anyway, that's a whole nother. Yeah. That, um, that's no, we don't, we don't have a, we <laughs> yeah. need a whole show. You can make a whole podcast on the Gambit movie and how it's not happening, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, until that first trailer for Venom dropped that, that really got me on board and mm-hmm. like seeing the sim, Oh, symbiote, symbiote. They, they changed it. Did you notice that? Yeah, they did. And I uh, couldn't remember which one it was. And I was like, did, did they change it? Or yeah. That? That's not, I don't think that's a spoiler, but in the trailer, everyone had thrown up their arms about them saying symbiote. And then yeah. they, uh, they, I think they dubbed over it in this, like much like every Tom Hardy movie where you can't understand what he's saying in them. <laughs> yeah. um, they, they have to redub it. And, and it's, they, do, they do say symbiote in the movie. So I think yeah, that was a yeah. really interesting change, but nothing that affects the overall performance. Yeah, no, no, but the, the symbiote does look great. Like mm-hmm. the, the action scenes and that with the symbiote are awesome. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the action scenes are actually, were very, very interesting for having a black suit. Uh, and, 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 you know, Venom kind of operates on night in the nighttime. And I think this takes place over like maybe two days. It's yeah. a very, it's a very quick paced movie. Um, Tom Hardy elevates, um, Michelle Williams, I think, is okay. Um, I, she might be one of the weaker ones. Riz Ahmed uh, from, I think, Rogue, he was in Rogue One, plays yep. a, a great person, uh, the leader of the Life Foundation. Yeah. Um, and then, honestly, Venom in and of itself is a character, uh, which was which was entertaining. Yeah, and that that was interesting. It wasn't just sort of you know um, Eddie Brock or Tom Hardy fighting Venom. There there was real sort of character development for both of them there, which which I really enjoyed. And there was a sort of you know exchange and a dialogue between the two, which was was really cool. Um, yeah, really well done. Yeah, yeah, and, and again, Tom Hardy voiced both characters uh, himself yeah, yeah. and uh, Venom. So that that was really cool. Yeah, I I mean. I was, I was honestly, I was on the fence, kind of going, I'm going in, eh. but then at the end of the movie, I was like, you know what, I this is literally not as bad as as I really expected, and I know that doesn't sound like praise, but like I'm still thinking about it a couple days later, and I'm like, I could probably go watch this again and and, yeah. and be okay with it. Definitely, I I think I was much the same. I sort of went in with a low bar, and I think probably about halfway or two thirds of the way through the movie, I caught myself going. I'm actually really enjoying this movie. <laughs> like, yeah. This isn't nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. But um, no, definitely, definitely a solid hit um, um, for Sony. Um, but yeah, like like it had its own its own issues. But yeah, no, solid movie. Yeah, yeah, I would say uh, also in that regard, better than most X Men movies as well. So <laughs> oh, hands down, hands down. Yeah, um, I also like to mention my theater going experience because we usually oh, start with please. that. Yes, absolutely. But, but I. In. I got the IMAX so I could have my reserved seating so I wouldn't have to fight for seats at the Venom Theater. Yep. And the Venom crowd is a very specific crowd. Um, yeah, it is. They're like kind of metalheads, uh, but kind of yeah, not. Yeah, that's a really good way of describing them. It's, yeah. it's sort of the... Uh, 
the edgier demographic. They, these the, people, uh, the the, every one of these people, have a copy of The Crow in their house. I guarantee it. Hundred <laughs> um, percent. They they love the anti-hero. They love the dark, um, um, brooding. But the guy beside me, I, I don't know him. Um, he he was a little bit of a larger fellow. Right. But he had the smell of a wet shoe that's been stuck in a hot car for about a week. Um, and every time he moved or, like, moved his arm, like, the scent would just smack me in the face. Whoa. And I, I don't know why. I mean, I'm not saying everyone in the theater was like this, but, I mean, I, I had to, like, watch the movie with my hand over my nose for most of it because it was it was pungent. Uh, it's... it's- Always you that has these horrible <laughs> <laughs> film experiences. I don't know how how they keep you know they keep finding me. They they chase yeah, me down. It's just you're so unlucky. <laughs> I, it, it truly is. Uh, I, I told I, I forget what movie I watched. Oh, it was the uh, Happy Time Murders, right? I said that on here yeah. when the guy like wanted to fight me after. Like what? Yeah, yeah. Why do I go to the movies? Like why do I even do this? I, I don't know. But um, it makes for good podcast storytelling. It, it does, and I'm just I don't know how they. Fit. But at least it wasn't. Uh, um, the uh, jalapeno peppers that the mic flows. The infamous. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, I, I, I just had to thought, I was like, man, that was, that was, I was like, when he sat down and I smelled it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is my luck. And I can't move because I'm in the reserve seat. Like, it backfired <laughs> on me. Uh, I think I'm going to start buying like four seats and just holding my own right there. So, but anyway. Definitely. Uh, other fun facts about Venom, um, if you want to call them fun. Kevin Feige actually had no involvement on the film or the feedback, according to the director. That uh, is interesting. Which which kind of shows a little bit. I think they they could have elevated it to something that I think everyone would be talking more about if he had been involved. But honestly, at the end of the day, they, they actually put something out there that, again, wasn't wasn't a, a complete garbage fire. So Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that was really fun. Yeah. Um, we are we are not here to spoil anything, but box office reviews uh, are coming in hot, Mitch. Uh, yeah, eighty million, the highest October opening in America to date by over twenty five million dollars. That's pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, this is over two. I think over like two hundred ten, maybe two fifteen worldwide on the budget, and it only had a budget of a hundred million. So you better buckle up for your Venom sequels because that's pretty solid. Yeah, and and. Yeah, there. I I think it'd be a safe bet to say there there are sequels coming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Sony. Of course, they're going to take the uh, wrong message. Yeah, I right. mean, no matter what, the, the next one they're going to have a next one coming, whether we like it or not. Yeah, exactly. But what I I found really interesting. I don't know if you followed the news at all this week, but apparently mm. um, there were some fake uh, reviews coming up for Venom. It was the same review over and over. I saw uh, this in the show notes, and I, I hadn't seen anything, so fill me in. Yeah, what, what was so, this about? So there was this, these reviews on like Twitter, social media, saying, oh, uh, Venom was horrible, I walked out halfway through, but thankfully A Star is Born had a free showing across the, the hallway, so I just went to it instead. It, it was a, pretty much a Star is Born promotion that badmouthed Venom so people would go watch the Lady Gaga movie instead. Wow, that's the one um, Bradley Cooper directed, hey. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So there, like, it was a, uh, but uh, like, it was like the same tweet over and over again through different accounts. Like, it's it was a really weird opposition movie to pick. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> like. I, I think there's sense, two entirely it? different crowds. I don't like who, who's going to watch a Star Is Born and Venom the same. Like, there probably are people, but like, that's that either one or the other, man. Like, I, I don't feel like there's a 
uh, you know Venn diagrams. There's no overlap yeah. in those circles yeah, except not like really a little a crossover bit. between those two crowds. Yeah, and and the Starsborn came in like you know with like 42 million, so it was second place this weekend. But like they did this, so the Lady Gaga fans said that this was DC trolls making these accounts. So like the Lady no. Gaga fans uh, took like yeah yeah this is really happening. They put it on the DC fans, and I don't know. I don't know where this happened. I, I, I honestly don't know. deteriorated from there, yeah. yeah oh, so, no, I, I haven't heard that. That's that's <laughs> kind of funny, though. <laughs> of all the things you could do, uh, I, yeah, that makes no sense. But what I think is really interesting, and um, this this is the Rotten Tomato score, you know, we shouldn't really use this as, as a, a determining factor if a movie's yeah. good or not. But the critic rating for this is about 32%, which I could see critics not liking this movie. But the yeah. audience score is at 89%. You can go across and find um, across Fandango, IMDb, Metacritic, Blu-ray.com, and CinemaScore, B+, plus, yep. 90, 80%, 80% plus across the board on these. So fans are, or not fans, but like viewers are tending to gravitate a little bit towards Venom. Uh, I think and, that's pretty accurate because like critically, I, I can definitely see how it wouldn't hold up, but... Yeah. You know, as a fan movie and and you know a representation of of Venom and a comic book character, I think it does really really well. So, um, yeah, no, I, I can totally see that. Yeah, it, it definitely, I definitely agree. It actually beat Ant Man and the Wasp opening weekend box office numbers. Did it really? It did. Yep. So it, it actually topped one of Marvel's three movies this year. Wow. It wasn't going to top the other two, but it, it it did this one at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, there's no way I was going to top the other two. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nope, not by a long shot. Uh, but in that in that same regards, me and Mike, we're going to do. I want to do a review episode with Mike. I'm pretty sure I know where he's going to lean on this. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't think he's going to be nearly as as positive on the outlook we are. Hopefully, he is. Hopefully, he yeah. he does. We'll, but we'll see. But we're gonna we're gonna find out. I'm like, ah, I just already already feel what's going to happen here. Um, <laughs> but uh, and, that, and that also that regard, there are two after credit scenes. We can confirm that, right, Mitch? Yeah, there are there are two after credit scenes. Yep, both of them very interesting. Both of them interesting uh, and opposite, of course. So yeah, uh, you're uh, go- that second one's gonna catch you by surprise. That's for unexpected sure. Unexpected is yeah. is probably the word I'd choose. Yep, yep. So uh, those are online. If you didn't happen to stay through, but who's not staying through credits on a superhero movie these days? Exactly. I, I don't know. Um, e- even even Mister Smelly Shoe stayed the whole time through the oh, after credit scene. Of so. course he did. Yeah, of course he did. and he had his phone on on like a hundred percent brightness. Who does that in a movie theater? Has this man ever gone to a movie before? Oh man, yeah, he had to make sure his copy of The Crow was still sitting at home. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> buying a Blu-ray 4K version. I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, that's our Venom talk. But now we got to get into the actual news because New York Comic Con's here. And we've got news to talk about. So in, much news. It is in in the vein of Sony's movies, and this is probably a movie I think everybody is looking forward to, not just some people. Into the Spider Verse, oh. um, they dropped a second trailer on us this week, um, a two and a half minute trailer, and I think the biggest takeaway I'm, I'm, I'm walking on this is we get to see the other Spider characters from the other universes in here, Mitch. It's and super cool. There's, very much. A, oh, sorry. No, no, go right ahead. I mean, I, I just think John Mulaney as Spider Ham stole the show in my book. Yeah, hundred um, percent. There were a lot of a lot of different characters in this as well, um, which was, you know, sort of caught me off guard. Like I knew it was going to be, um, you know, a Spider Verse movie, but the amount that we got in this trailer, um, and and mm-hmm. not just you know other Spider people, um, you know, villains. I think there was yeah. um, Ultimate Universe Green Goblin was in there. Um, yeah, the Prowler, uh, Prowler Kingpin. was another one. 
Yeah, you get to see the big, the big thick kingpin, like the bigger one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I mean, there there are. I mean, I I mean, I think this is initially set in the Ultimate Universe, um, simply because we have Miles Morales and the Ultimate Green yeah, Goblin. Yeah, for sure. Which the pops are starting to hit stores. And I was able to pick up that Green Goblin. That Green Goblin pop vinyl is amazing to look at. That's a that's a great sculpt if you're going to pick up any yeah, for yeah. for this uh, the show. Um, but I mean, John Mulaney is Spider Ham. Nicholas Cage is Spider Noir. We got to hear him in there for a little bit. Is that Nick Cage? I didn't Nick, know that. Yep, Nick Cage is Spider Man Noir. Uh, oh, Ghost, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Ghost Spider, Spider slash Spider Gwen. Uh, yep. The SPDR, the the anime looking robotic spider. Yeah, girl. Um, I I liked her look a little bit. I, they're all coming together, and uh, yeah. I I think my favorite scene in this is at the end when they're all up in the the corner hiding from the person, like moving back and forth. As I was they just look about around. to say that that, yeah. that was probably my favorite scene as well. It, it's really and you know they're all talking together and it's really well done. Um, I thought I I also really enjoyed the music um, on this trailer. I thought it was a really good um, soundtrack. Yeah, I, I I think everything about this movie is coming coming together uh, or coming up Millhouse, if you will, if you like to use that <laughs> phrase. Um, the, the, the visual effects, the action, um, the, just the, the, the style and the, I think this is what I would say the Lego movie of 2018. Um, I, I don't know if you've seen solid claim. Yeah. The Lego movie is a great movie and no one really, I don't think anyone expected it to a look as good and be as good as it was. And yeah, uh, it's another one of those movies that when they announced it, just, you know, Sony's making an animated Spider-Man, Spider-Man movie. It was another one of those ones where you're just sort of like, ah, oh, like no one wants this movie, and then they dropped the first trailer, and all of a sudden it was like, damn, this oh. movie looks good. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's got that unique uh, halftone style, and everything's layered, um, which is so cool. Yeah, it's really, really, really good. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited for this, and this is coming up, I think, December 21st, I believe it is. Uh, I can always go to the superhero slate release schedule page that I, I update. Isn't and, that convenient? Yeah, right. Uh, let's see if it'll pull up here. So I'm going to do that. Uh, which again, that day, that yeah, December 21st, the same as Aquaman and a same as Aquaman, yeah, and a, and a Deadpool 2 PG 13 version or something like that, um, and some other movies. But anyway. Into the Spider-Verse, uh, that's our next Sony uh, outing from Spider-Man, and I think it looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah, the trailer trailer's good. Now let's talk about Spider-Man Far From Home, the Marvel oh. Spider-Man. So this is really interesting. These pictures dropped last Sunday after I got off the show. Like, every time we get off the show, something drops. This was yeah. the last week's show. So actually, we get to see a look at a stealth suit from Spider-Man, very much up close on the ground here. This um, is interesting. Um, it looks a lot more sort of armored than his normal. It's not as sort of sleek and tight as, as the normal Spider-Man uh, suit is. Yeah. I don't know if that's down to, you know... I think if you take the mask off, it, he looks like a regular guy. Like a regular... Yeah. Just, like a James Bond operative or something like that. Um, yeah. And notice he has the fingerless gloves. Uh, and I yeah, don't, I did notice that. I don't see any web shooters, but we're not really that close to him. But what I think is the most interesting thing is our second image here, where we lighten it up a little bit. What do you see on his chest, Mitch? A shield logo. A shield logo. Very interesting. What I just watched. I just watched Winter Soldier. Shield's not around anymore, man. What's going on here? Um, I, I, I we don't know. What could be the oh, explanation actually, for that? A bit of time travel. I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, time, time travel. Maybe maybe after the results of Infinity War, they're like, hey, we need Shield again, um, or maybe they rebuild it with Shield, a better Shield in place. 
without Possibly. you know, the, the Hydra. I, and you can actually, I think you can see his web shooters on this one. Um, if you actually oh, yeah, at, you can too around his wrists. Yeah, once you brighten it up a little bit. Um, uh, I, I think this is very much, a, I, I think, an homage to Spider-Man Noir with the white yeah, eyes and kind of like the... definitely a, a sort of Spider-Man Noir... Sam um, Sam Fisher. Vibe. That's what it's Splinter Cell. That's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's what it is. So I think that's a really cool look for Spider Man. I'm glad we're we're seeing a different suit that's not just a red and black alteration on what we've kind of already seen. So um, I'm excited to see yeah, what Shield sort of gives. Yeah, they're branching them. out and and trying different things. And uh, yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah, but I think the thing people are going to talk about the most is our first look at Jake Gyllenhaal in his Mysterio outfit. And this, this is a, looks sick. This is pretty close up too, which I'm really enjoying. So the first one we're going to see exact opposite of Spider-Man here on this. Uh, this is this considered cobblestone streets? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, is is Jake Gyllenhaal? He does not have his fishbowl on, but he has on the cape, and it looks like in the cape there are some um, technology patterns. It looks like, or maybe yeah, some mystic there's patterns? some sort of light LED looking things, mm-hmm. um, which I think yeah could be related to his powers. Um, it's, yeah, I think it'll be very interesting, um, when we get the first sort of official look or, or set photo of him with his, with his fishbowl. Um, yeah, I, I think so as well. What I, I think is really cool about this one, um, is you see the green kind of, not scaly, but like, you know, linear, um, yeah, yeah. like suit underneath with the gold highlights and trim to give him that segmented Mysterio look. Yeah, um, definitely. We we have an upfront version. I, I I didn't. I don't have it in my notes here. Um, I, I'll probably try to add it in later. But we get to see a behind the set photo next is someone actually carrying that green suit and that red cape in the daylight as well. Yeah. So you get to it see actually, that. It looks really cool. That that is that is Mysterio. They're not shying away from a Mysterio look at all. Um, no. I think to me, and 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 you can. Um, uh, most people might. I think this might be related to some Chitari technology. J- Judging based on the shot of the front of him. Oh, I hadn't actually thought of that. That's a really good point. So a sort of um, kind of like what the Vulture was doing, like taking extraterrestrial technology and applying it, like weaponizing it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, the pattern around his cape kind of looks technology, but like kind of alienish. Um, you know, what? And, and the front of his suit is purple. It looks like a Thor kind of suit, actually, on the front. Um, and... Um, I just I think he might be using some other technology from that maybe I mean the thinker's still out there like he could or the tinkerer could still be out there making that's very true yeah the stuff for Spider-Man villains and Spider-Man would honestly feel a need to go and take down that technology yet again continuing his story arc definitely and that'd be that's a really neat way to sort of wrap Mysterio in into the MCU lore. Um, I, yeah, I hadn't thought of that. That's a really cool point, actually. Um, and now that you say it and, and that I look at it more and more, I'm like, yeah, actually, that really does look <laughs> sort of Chitauri, doesn't it? Yeah, a, a little bit. I, I think so. Um, and let me see here. I'm going to try to pull up this other image here. I've got it in my yeah, I got it in my text messages with Mike because he likes to look at this stuff and I like to ruin it for him. So I'm going to send it to you uh, on your on your Skype messenger here, Mitch. Yep. So if you go over and click on the messages, you'll, you'll see it. Take yeah, it that does look... That does look almost Asgardian, doesn't it? Yeah, and, but notice the purple um, kind of looks like the Chitauri weaponry from Avengers. I also watched the Avengers Definitely this week. That same sort of purple glow. Yeah, so um, I'll have that. I'll have that um, in the in the video, maybe the show notes, so I can find that link. But I'm thinking Mysterio's using some alien technology to to cast his illusions and, and do some other stuff. 
That's that sounds like a pretty solid claim. Yeah, no, very excited to see Mysterio. Yeah, it is Jake Gyllenhaal, so he looks pretty cool anyway. So uh, absolutely, very very excited about Far From Home. How do you feel? I'm I'm excited for it. Um, okay. I myself am far from home and also in the UK, so I I can relate. Mm-hmm. My question: Will you still be there when it comes out? Yeah, yeah, no, I will. Actually, speaking of Spider-Man, one of the girls on my course went to school with Tom Holland. She knows Tom Holland. Really? Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about it at um, uni the other day, and I was, I was like, what? Can I meet him? Yeah, can can, um, can but, he give us some, can he slip us some show notes that you can pass along to us, and they'll never figure it out? Like, oh, well, man. I think he'd do that anyway. He spoils everything, doesn't he? Well, not as much as Mark Ruffalo here in this next bit of news we have. (laughs) Oh, what a segue. I know. You just set me up for it. Avengers 4. We have two rumored titles here, Mitch. Okay? I just added this last bit of news in right before the show. I don't know if you Mm. saw this. But the the rumored title, and this is probably the... This came from a leak as well, is called Avengers Annihilation. That is interesting because that doesn't that hint towards the um, is it Galactus storyline? Well, um, Annihilation is um, uh, actually Annihilus is actually oh that's right sorry and then, nope. and then Annihilation Conquest is an Ultron storyline. But at the same time, I know um, a lot of the comic book movies use the the titles of story arcs, but they don't follow them particularly. Mm. Like Age of Ultron is where Ultron travels through time to take over the world, and in in the movie it was just. There's a bunch of Ultrons. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of some other ones that had other titles that were similar to that. Um, but that that's a big one, for sure. Uh, well, Infinity War is actually the sequel to Infinity Gauntlet, which was yeah, essentially what that is. Right. So, um, I, th- I think they just pick a title that, that sounds cool, and I think Avengers Annihilation kind of rolls off the tongue and sets up, a like, a dour, like, future where nobody nobody feels like they can win, you know? Yeah, and definitely coming off the back of of Infinity War, that it's sort of what it feels like. Everyone's yeah. been annihilated effectively. So um, it's interesting this whole the the Avengers Four title. Like I think um, you know last year sometime Kevin Feige was saying sort of downplaying it and saying it's not that big a deal, but it's turned into this huge <laughs> big thing. And you know we thought we'd get it with the Captain Marvel trailer. We thought we'd get it with you know Black Panther or Ant Man and the Wasp and we still don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty interesting. Yeah. What was cool and what I love about the internet is I went and looked up... Um, they had the, One of the definitions for the word annihilation is the conversion of matter into energy, especially the mutual conversion of a particle and an antiparticle into electromagnetic radiation, meaning if you're converting matter into energy, when Thanos snapped his fingers, all those people... Like, matter is neither created nor destroyed. They were turned into energy, maybe. Ooh, and, and that like, energy has to go somewhere. Yeah, so this could all be. I this is way deeper than this title is ever going to be. But like <laughs> that, that was something people were looking up um, and, and going from there. So I, I think people that was are taking cool. it so seriously, though. It's like that um, set photo that the Russo brothers. I think <laughs> yeah. they Instagrammed and tweeted it a couple of weeks ago, and people were going down absolute rabbit holes with yeah. what it could mean, like. The ladders and A, and the oh, it was the ladders and A, and the easels and A. Avengers Annihilation. It's all there. Yeah, it's all there, man. Oh, it was madness. But because of this, this leak came recently. But this could have changed in the past few months to another title. They they just wanted to note like this may not be the eventual, but this the likely. But also, I think they think Marvel is trolling the people who did leak this title. 
Um, Mark Ruffalo was on Jimmy Fallon this week, and he did say the title, and they bleeped it out on the air. And then he tweeted to Jimmy Fallon, he's like, hey, can you bleep it? Or cut that, and he's like, no. And then the Rooster Bros. like, you're fired. So, um, I would be surprised. <laughs> yeah, so, but, so they did bleep it out, and I watched it, and then someone went in and took this audio technology to remove the bleep and pick up the echo of the sound, and he actually says, The Last Avenger. Oh, which begs the question then, who is the last Avenger? Yeah. What, oh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, any, regardless, I that people are saying that this last Avenger thing to the crowd at Jimmy Fallon would be to throw people off from the leak that it is Annihilation. Like, they are trolling this leaker who found out the information to make him seem un- incredible. Or, oh. Like, like throw that credibility into doubt here which is some long-term like marvel you know i guess stuff that they would do to keep their title They're secret but constantly playing games aren't they just filming just, just give it to us for trailers yeah just just drop it <laughs> just just drop the title yeah we, we don't need this like nobody needs this just just do it save us all give us a Suck look at mysterio teams. give it the title we don't ask for much mitch i know we i know you don't really no but I could go with Avengers Annihilation at the end of the day. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, I could roll with that. I'm I'm very interested to see what the what the title is, but Annihilation that that works. Yeah, it it did. Uh, yep, like you said, it's not it's it's the the end results. No one's going to be that extremely happy with probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, on that note, have you ever are you a comic book reader as well? Not as much, I must admit. Okay. Um, I'm I'm more up on the TV and movies. Okay, well, there's a series, I believe, in, um, I want to say 2009 or so, um, maybe 2008, called Dark Marvel's Dark Avengers. And in this world, uh, the comic book series, the secret invasion of the Skrulls had just ended, and right. Norman Osborn killed the Queen Skrull, essentially winning the war for the humans. Um, and in that regard, they said Tony Stark didn't protect the Earth, so they made Norman Osborn the head of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, okay, I think I have uh, heard of this. I've, I think I've watched a YouTube video yeah. that, that sort of explains this. And then and then he's running... Norman Osborn's running S.H.I.E.L.D. and starts the Dark Avengers, and it's got something to do with Thunderbolt. Is that yeah. right? Yes. So, essentially, the Dark Avengers... Uh, so, Norman's not going to get any actual Avengers on his team. Um, nobody thinks he's sane enough, uh, even though he's tried to convince people he's cured of the Green Goblin. So, right. uh, he changes S.H.I.E.L.D. to Hammer... Um, and then he creates his own Dark Avengers. He has um, other people uh, fill in for those roles. An example would be um, there is um, a Hawkeye, but this Hawkeye is actually Bullseye in the Hawkeye costume. Um, oh, right. So he gets sort of other people to take up Avengers mantles, as yeah, it were. Yep. So he has a Spider-Man. Well, the Spider-Man is actually Venom shaped into Spider-Man. Um, oh, right. So he still has, like, the... He's still eating people and, like, doing all the horrible things, but he just looks like Spider-Man. Um, That's a really cool concept, actually. Yeah. Uh, there's um, one of my, my favorite characters, the Sentry. He's, he is on the team. Uh, yeah. Instead of Thor, they have Ares, the god of war, with his axe. Um, there's a there's several people. There's a Captain Marvel, but it's actually the character called Marvel Boy. Um, fitting in for Captain Marvel. There's, there's a bunch of things. I'm trying to find... I always send the image of this comic because I love this. This comic series was actually one of my favorite series. 
It sounds uh, really cool. I'm definitely going to look into it now because oh. it sounds really interesting. And they have Wolverine. Uh, Wolverine's played by his son, uh, Dakin, uh, from, from the oh, comic books. Oh, right, series. yeah. Yep. And uh, Norman, of course, is wearing the Iron Patriot armor. So this is actually where the Iron Patriot armor was created was in this comic series. Uh, right. So he's being both Captain America and the Iron Man role. And that's the one that somehow made its way into um, Iron Man 3. Yep, that is correct. So this storyline is, is fantastic. Marvel, this is a long way to say, Marvel has reportedly commissioned a script for this project called Dark Avengers, a movie called Dark Avengers. And the completed version has already been turned in. Whether that they'll use it or not in this form is up to them, but that's a that's a huge move to, that's to do big, a Dark yeah. Avengers. So, and, and this would be part of the MCU. That, yep. Um... Now again, much like Annihilation, do you think the title is word for or the the story's word for word like this? Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. It, sort of taking the concept of um, shoehorning or making yeah. making characters into other Avengers, but I guess um, Norman Osborn's pretty central to that whole plot, so they'd have to bring him in at some point. Um, yeah, or have some. Well, I mean, if, yeah. if if they if they, I don't think they'll introduce Norman Osborn and Spider Man. Far from home, but they're probably going to hold them up for the third one, the third and final act for Spider-Man. He could be, yeah, the big bad for for Spider-Man three. And ha- have you played the Spider-Man PlayStation game yet? Oh no! Okay, I, both of my brothers have been playing it, and I've been listening to you guys play it, and I really need to get myself near a PS4 to be able to play this yeah. thing because it looks unbelievable. Yeah, um, in in that game, um, the, obviously, the, the you know already Norman Osborn is in that game. Um, the character he actually looks like Robert Redford from Winter Soldier. Believe it or yeah, not, right. yeah, right. It, it pulls. It, it's really cool. But um, I, I mean. Yeah, they're 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 not gonna not have Norman Osborn. I think I think they just want to do it right and not rush out another Goblin, as as they did within the Sony verse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, this is really cool. I, I really like this story. I would recommend someone uh, if you get a chance and you want to read Dark Avengers. It's really really an interesting story uh, overall. It's what it's probably one of my favorite comic uh, arcs ever uh, from from Marvel. So. Um, and with the scroll invasion coming in Captain Marvel, they could, yeah, it could lead that, to this later. Sort of sets it up, doesn't it? Um, no, I'm definitely going to look into that because that looks like that sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, good. Uh, but speaking of bullseye, I don't think they'll have bullseye because I think we're going to get bullseye in Daredevil season three this this year. Oh, and we yes. have a Daredevil the season three full trailer dropped, and then there's a secondary like one minute trailer focusing on Agent. I think Agent. I want to say his name, not Point Dexter, but something Agent Dexter. Or something yeah. like that. Um, but the season three full trailer, we get a lot of Kingpin. We get a lot of Daredevil. We get two Daredevils, actually. Yeah, very interesting. It looks like Kingpin's putting someone in the Daredevil suit to go out and uh, wreak havoc around Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, I can't. I think it was in either in. I don't think it was season two of Daredevil, but it could have been season two or the Defenders. Kingpin knows who Daredevil is now, right? Yeah, yeah, and it looks like you know there's the sort of rematch between. Daredevil and Kingpin, but it's not so much Daredevil versus Kingpin, it's Matt Murdock versus Kingpin, which yeah. I, I think shapes up for a really interesting sort of dynamic. I'm, this this looks awesome. Yeah, uh, it, I think what's, what's really going to be interesting about this, having two Daredevils, is, is more about hurting the, the name of, what is, what is Daredevil and, and what does he stand for, more than just like, oh, I'm going to beat him up a little bit. Um, yeah. But this whoever this guy is who's going to be playing Bullseye is... Um, he looks cool. He looks good in the Daredevil suit, and I, I'm I don't know I'm, I'm I'm intrigued. This is the first time in a long time a Netflix series has intrigued me again from from Marvel. 
Um, Definitely. Because the action that looks through the roof, it looks dark. It looks like it's going to have a great story. And I think story and characters is, is everything. Um, do you... Uh, so when you get... Do you get them on Netflix in Australia as well? Or do they are they on yeah, some... Yeah, yeah. Do they, um, they have yeah, no, Sky down there? Netflix. Not Sky. Uh, we don't have Sky, um, but we do. We have our own sort of Australian version of Netflix. Um, but yeah, we get we get all the Marvel, um, okay. all the Marvel shows. Um, I must admit, I'm not up to date with Luke Cage or Iron Fist. Hey, um, me either. But, You're good. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think I'll definitely be making time to watch Daredevil. It's mm-hmm. it's always been, I think, the most solid of all of all the Marvel um, Netflix series. But it no, has one. It has a clear amazing. identity. I think. Yeah, it does. And it it has a sort of a solid purpose. Like all the other shows sort of feel like they're figuring themselves out as they go, whereas Daredevil, you know, it, it knows what it's doing and it's a, it's such a good show. And well, th- Charlie th- Cox is really good in it as well. To me, Daredevil is the cornerstone of the the Netflix MCU and because of that all the other shows are reacting to Daredevil rather than crafting another corner of the of Definitely. Themselves. I mean, what's been interesting is since Dare, since Defenders, every season, uh, minus the Punisher uh, of these shows, has been the hero facing off a different enemy of themselves, like a, the yeah, same version yeah. of themselves. Um, so, like you know, Jessica Jones had to fight her uh, uh, spoilers superpower person. Um, yeah. Luke Cage uh, has um, what is oh Bushmaster as as he likes to That's call himself. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, the Iron Fist is going to fight another Iron Fist somewhere in there, probably. And uh, Daredevil is fighting well, Daredevil. So yeah, yeah. This Except is... Iron Fist is fighting a red Iron Fist, not a yellow. Oh yeah. no, snap! It is. <laughs> uh, color swap palette. This it's like someone picked player yeah. two in this game. So um, <laughs> yeah, you get that. Yeah, you get it. Uh, yeah, so that's it. I think I think Daredevil season three is really cool. It comes out the nineteenth, so uh, two Fridays from now. So wow, that's soon. They're, they're spitting these out, man. They ain't holding them back for us. So not at all. Buckle up, buckaroos. We're we're getting Daredevil season three. We're gonna shift gears into probably I think one of the biggest surprise announcements of this week, Mitch. And you you tell me if I'm wrong here, but the uh, title uh, of the TV series from Star Wars was revealed. And, and what a title! Yeah. I I think this sounds awesome. Yeah. So it's the show will be called The Mandalorian. And uh, do you know what the Ma- a Mandalorian is? I have to admit, I don't actually know what that <laughs> reference is. But after reading the description of the of the series, that that was what got me excited. So please yeah. enlighten me. Okay, what, what is the Mandalorian about? So, um, so we the Mandal- Mandalore is a planet where Mandalorians come from. That right. just sounds so obvious. Um, Jango Fett, Boba Fett were Mandalorians. So right. okay. So if you take a look at the first production image we got as well, this dude is a Mandalorian right here, and he's wearing what looks to be Mandalorian armor, which is essentially a cleaner version of the Boba Fett armor. Yeah, very. It it definitely harks back to Boba Jango Fett kind of style armor. Um, it looks awesome. Though. It looks really cool. He looks like um, he's about to like pull out some guns in like a Western scenario, like a very West, old, like American Western. Uh, sort of like that little uh, pistol flick that Django Django Fett does in uh, episode two. <laughs> yeah, I forgot all about that. So I'm glad I'm glad you're on the on the ball on episode two there. <laughs> uh, he doesn't appear to have a backpack, but it looks like a long hunting rifle over uh, mm. on his back as well. There, um, Mandalorians are known to be like a very like uh, prideful warrior race people. And um, if you watch the Clone Wars TV show, there are several sagas um, set on Mandalore dealing with the Mandalorian planet. 
um, trying to get those people to come to either the the uh, the Empire side or the the other side, the good side, I guess. Um, right, so do they sort of stand neutral in the whole thing? Yeah, the, the, well, the, the warriors want to just go to battle, and I don't think they care which one they want to be on. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. But John Favreau, and, and such a great man, such a good, oh, honest man. so much to us, hasn't he? Yeah, we, we know the title of the Star Wars show. We still don't know Avengers 4. Uh, but <laughs> he gave us the synopsis of the show, and here it is. After the right, right after the stories of Jango and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire, three years to be exact, and before mm-hmm. the emergence of the First Order. So right after Return of the Jedi, and we follow the tra- travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. So it's kind of like a Wild West um, yeah. kind of gunslinger, like what we were talking about earlier in, in the Star Wars universe, which is a wicked idea. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm getting Firefly vibes. I don't know about yeah, you. Yeah, strong Firefly vibes. Yeah. Um, so what's really cool, I don't have this image pulled up here, but there was some concept art for a Star Wars game called 1313. Are you familiar with 1313? The I game am that, not. That never, it, it never came to fruition. Uh, because um, I think they they canceled it recently, and it dealt with the thirteen hundredth and thirteenth floor of uh, Coruscant because Coruscant right. is leveled. And um, I just sent you a, a, an image in your your chat yeah. box here. The concept art of that character in thirteen thirteen is exactly this character. It's dead on. Yes. Yeah. So they are pulling um, work that they've created and, and using it in this this newer TV show. Um, that's super cool. Yeah. Well, we don't have anything else. I just love this image of this this Mandalorian dude walking. It looks kind of like Tatooine a little bit there. Um, yeah, I was gonna say there's a bit of a sort of Moss Eisley vibe, um, like the sort of marketplacey kind of um, alley, I guess, that he's walking through. Yeah, like like low, like easy to build housing units here, like the, that standard concrete vibe with the sliding doors and the yeah. uh, the rags over sticks as as shade. Um, but he looks like he's on a mission to do something, and yeah, we don't. And, and he looks like a guy who can handle himself as well. Like you don't want to pick a fight with this guy. Yeah, uh, I think I don't think his finger his his gloves look fingerless, but I think they're just multicolored on the tips. Um, yeah, but you don't. We don't know who's under the under the the helmet yet. So that's that's sad. But I've got some good news for you. How about some directors of these ten oh, episodes? This makes me excited. First and foremost, the first episode is by Dave Filoni, who did essentially all of the Clone Wars animated show and Rebels. He it's a knows solid background. To come he from knows how to tell Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, Rick Famuyiwa, uh, who did the movie Dope, I think he was in talks to maybe do. What did he, Aqu- I think he dropped out of Aquaman at one point or the Flash. Oh, okay. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard, we know her from Jurassic World, uh, Ron yep. Howard's daughter. But I think the most important one here. And I'm gonna let you reveal it. Go ahead and reveal it, Mitch. Who's who's, who's one of the other directors? Guest director. The uh, the other director is none other than Taika Waititi himself. Um, someone I I am a huge fan of. He's a New Zealander. I'm an Australian, but uh, they're they're too close. But, yeah. Um, oh, this I think they couldn't have couldn't have gotten a better catch for this show. Um, coming off the back of, of what he's done with um, with Ragnarok, I think he will be a very solid addition um, to this show. Yeah, I, I mean, these they're not pulling out unknown directors or, like, small TV directors. Most of these, um, I, w- I would say, are film people other than Dave Filoni, who essentially is a universe creator um, slash director. So, 
Yeah, they seem to be taking this this series very seriously. Um, the you know, I think you guys were talking a few weeks ago about the budget of this movie. It's like uh, of the Game series, of rather. It's yeah, it's on on par with Game of Thrones kind of numbers. Um, which you know I think is gonna and and having these people working on it is gonna go a long way to towards a really cool series. Yeah, I, um, they're they're um as I say in Jurassic Park for for Bryce Dallas Howard here, they spare no expense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and while we may not see a lot, of, we may not see a lot of Jedi's or lightsabers. I, I imagine we'll see one or two. Um, yeah, but they're gonna other than I mean the sets look good, the costumes look good. I assume the effects are gonna be out of this world. Uh, for this and it launches on the Disney streaming service so you gotta subscribe to, to get in on that man definitely gonna have to get in on that one yeah that's 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 a hell of a Star Wars news for this week I'll, I'll give them that that's a big one that's a that's a big hit yeah on Monday we got to see one hell of a poster pun intended oh well done, well done. Uh, so Hellboy uh, we talked last week oh Hellboy's pushback Mike thinks there's some bad news then we get our first look at this poster here and oh. I am just sold on this right here. Hundred percent. This poster looks awesome. Yeah, um, I love the inclusion of his sword as well. Um, I, I believe that's a comic book reference. Yeah. Uh, so um, uh, I forget what's his. Uh, he has a name um, for the sword. Yeah. So so uh, in this in this poster, there there are two things to notice. There is the sword, and he has the full horns. Yeah, that was the other thing. Um, I think in the first movie he gets the full horns right at the end of it. Um, but his name is uh, Anun Unrama, and this is when he um, gets a he has a floating gold crown over his head, the full horns, and his sword. Yeah. Um, they showed a trailer at Comic Con. We don't have it with us, but he actually comes out of a fire pit with those, the crown, oh, the horns, and the sword in the trailer. That'll be amazing. Yeah. Uh, what I really like, I like the. I mean, you can't do a whole lot with his 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 like stone arm because it's going to look the same no matter what you do, but. Yeah. This looks so scary and so cool at the same time. It, uh, it definitely has that sort of hell vibe to it. Um, you know, a lot of things are sort of on fire and, and the whole red color scheme. Um, I also like the tagline above the title. Yeah. <laughs> Legendary AF. AF. Um, which is accurate. Like, he's... Oh, man. And this is uh, David Harbour, isn't it? Yeah, yes, from it is. From Stranger Things. Things. Yep. He's in shape, isn't he? He's put on some muscle. <laughs> he um, he looks like he's going to kick our asses all over this place without even trying. Oh, man. Kick him all the way to hell. Yeah, I'm pretty sure on Monday I sat down and read the first omnibus of Hellboy. And what I have got to say about the comic book, that the, the movie is funnier than the comic book, but the comic book shows Hellboy as a true detective because he's, he's a supernatural detective. Um, and I really yeah. hope they kind of bring that to the table. Uh, in this movie yeah it'd be cool to see that sort of different side of Hellboy um, like there was a bit of it in in the other movie who were they directed by Guillermo del Toro that's right Guillermo del Toro yeah. Um, yeah like we got to see a bit of it but a lot of it was you know sort of Ron Perlman punching and shooting things it, it, it um, was Ron Perlman in, in a red suit pretty much yeah Just Ron Perlman in <laughs> a route the whole time yeah um, but yeah, no, this this looks amazing. It does, and on top of that, we have a banner reveal from New York Comic Con for Hellboy. A little different here. He's still got the sword without the horns. We can see Mila Jovovich as the Blood Queen, um, and then on the right hand side, um, In McShane as uh, Professor Broom, uh, his quote unquote adopted father, but with a lot of demons and creepy looking tales from the crypt looking dudes on the back of this thing. 
Yeah, I really like the style of this as well. Like the sort of, um, oh, I don't know how you describe it, um, drawn kind of um, yeah. aspect. It's not like a photo style. Um, and looking at that background, that looks like the London skyline. Um, yeah. So I guess, yeah, this would be, so, well, is Hellboy set in London? <laughs> well, the, well, so the first one I think is in New Jersey. Um, and I think some, but this comic, the trailer did say that they'd moved up. They're operating uh, under the disguise of a deli in London. Uh, with right. the BPRD. So what we also don't see here, we don't see Liz Sherman um, or Abe Sapien in this one. So I don't know exactly where this takes place. Um, but these other two characters, I think Ben Damio, and I forget who the girl is. The, that girl is very important in the comic books. Uh, she's actually one of my favorite characters as well. But um, it, it seems to not just be imitating the first movie again. It seems to be doing kind of their own little thing here. Um, Definitely. And I I think that's, you know, obviously the best movie. You don't want to just repeat a movie. But no, this this looks awesome. I'm really excited for this movie. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Hellboy, um, whether Mike's story is true or not about the, the trouble, it at least looks really awesome. And uh, we, we got to wait till April. I think the trailer will drop in the next week or so. Um, just in time for Halloween. What do you think? Oh, that'd be good timing, actually, for Halloween. Um, no. Very excited for this movie. Looks legendary AF. The legendary AF. Now we're gonna switch gears because we got a lot of DC news to talk about here, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop in this first one here because I think this surprised me the most this week. Um, Aquaman gave us a five minute preview. It's kind of it's not really a trailer. It's a lot of footage. It's an enormous amount of footage. It, very much so, and um, it might. If you don't want to watch it, that's fine. It might be spoilery, but I will tell you there is one long single take shot in this, Mitch, that you probably noticed as well. Um, yeah, through through a town on the on the coast. It looks like maybe a Greek town or something like that's that. That's what I was thinking. Some sort of Mediterranean Greek um, style town. Yeah, um, and it's Aquaman versus Black Manta and some of the Atlantean warriors. And that, that that action alone sold me on this movie, man. I I'm, I was kind of iffy on the Aquaman, but that action alone was like, I can't believe they're oh, doing this. Man. Black Manta's uh, laser beam eyes—I don't know what you'd call them—energy blasts. Yeah, what, what, whatever eyes, they are, there. Yeah, they look awesome and destructive as well. Like I think in um, from from what I've seen, most of my experience with Black Manta was um, in Young Justice. They just sort of knock people back. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, he's exploding church bells and yeah, that, that shot was in the first trailer, but this shows what leads up to that shot. And like when he lands and the like the red stuff is like it looks like steam off of the eyes. Yeah, They're not just red. Yeah. They're, like they actually have some fluidity to him was really sort of really plasma fun. style thing um and mira looks really cool as well um i thought you know when when that sort of image dropped of um is it amber heard playing her yep yep um and you know there was the image and her hair looked kind of weird and and really really red <laughs> but um it looks like it works in in live action yeah um yeah no this this looks amazing also with this trailer um since when has Nicole Kidman been in this film? Oh, she is. She she actually plays Aquaman's mother. I had no idea. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she I was think in she, this film. I believe a couple, maybe a month or two ago, maybe during uh, L.A. Comic Con, she was on the cover of one of the magazines in that white outfit she's wearing. I um, completely missed that, but yeah, I saw her in this trailer and I was like, "What, Nicole Kidman?" Nicole but, Kidman's kicking uh, some ass in this trailer too. I didn't yeah, think she had the action shops in her, but she did. Um, the guy who actually played Django Fett, uh, I can't, he's a New Zealander, can't think of his name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's in it as, as Aquaman's father. Uh, 
I'm I'm just really impressed with this footage. I mean, if you don't want to see five minutes of it, that's fine. I totally understand. You don't have to watch it. But you get to see a lot of underwater action. Dolph Lundgren, almost unrecognizable <laughs> in one shot. Um, yeah, and, um, and the underwater stuff looks amazing as well. Like all the the shots of um, there are a couple like the sea, the giant seahorses and the great white sharks lined yeah. up sort of opposite each other, um, and sort of the Atlantis city um, views look amazing. And then there's that second shot I think towards the end of the trailer where there's the two armies running at one another, yeah, like from sort of the red uh, volcanic vent or something like the, that. The um, I um, believe they're called. Oh, what, the abyss! I believe is what they're called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The abyss that looked epic. Yeah, um, and some huge, scary deep sea creatures in there as well. The, um, one of them looked like Tamatoa from from uh, Moana. <laughs> it was a big old it crab totally in the did. back. All um, the New Zealand references. Yeah. So as, as uh, I watched Fight of the Concords on HBO last night before I went to bed, so um, as uh, as someone who's special uh, who likes underwater film and, and filmmaking, do you feel the underwater stuff is on point, or is it just serviceable for a, a superhero movie? I know we can't I, really talk I, underwater, but I mean, oh, I think it's a bit of both. Like it, the the way they portray it is is unreal. Um, the hair moves. I'm not sure where they're getting all the light from. Yeah, um, yeah. That deep in the ocean, you're gonna be very dark. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, marine biology aside, <laughs> no, the, um, no, it looks really, really yeah. cool. I, um, I, I think what we're the most talked about shot I've seen so far, Mitch, is this last bit of image here where we get to see yes. Jason Momoa. He's not only kicking ass; he comes out in the classic Aquaman suit. This was a surprise. I I didn't actually think we were going to get comic accurate Jason Momoa, um, but it it works. It, it he pulls it off um, as much as you can pull off, you know, tight orange shirt and tight green pants. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't think he'll wear this the whole time, but he's got his trident. He's got the gold. He's got the green gauntlets. They're they're a little much, but I mean, if you I think want it works. if you want comic book accurate Aquaman, this is what you're gonna get, and this is what looks good. So, absolutely, and and from the um, sequence at the start of the trailer as well, the trident seems to be a pretty big deal within this movie. Yeah, um, they're looking for it. Someone's got to find the mm, trident, man. I mean, exactly. That's a that's a hell of a salad fork. That's for sure. <laughs> but uh, we, there's not a whole lot of story revealed, but there's a lot of action shots, and I think most people are gonna you're gonna be seeing this shot for a while. I've seen some of the the action figures and like some of the toys have this exact stance. So they're they're going to be heavily marketing this as we get closer there. So I don't think that's much of a spoiler if you're worried, but that looks pretty cool. That looks, absolutely. I mean, I'm I was sold on this movie from the start, but this just makes me oh very excited. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. I hope. Knock on wood. The next absolutely. couple of, the next couple of things are actually DC Universe related. Um, I found out this week. Actually, I don't know if we said it on the show last week. DC Universe will be airing uh, Titans and stuff on Netflix outside of America. If you don't get I the DC Universe, yeah, um, I'm pretty sure like Australia because I don't think they have DC Universe down there yet. They don't have the licensing for it, so yeah. I think you will have to like you get to watch Titans and these shows on Netflix down there. Um, that way, they didn't have to like go through and do everything again. So um, that that's but, very convenient. Yeah, I didn't actually realize that DC Universe. What? So it's only in the US. There's there's a, there's a couple countries. I think the UK is one of them. Like you know the standard stuff where media is really easy to get and prevalent. Uh, where okay. DC probably has like a, a pretty hard like Warner Brothers probably has a pretty good stake in like all of North America like Mexico Canada U S 
and then they probably got some in Europe, but that's really about their biggest stamps right now. So yeah, right. Um, but DC Universe has come with a strong presence at New York Comic Con this weekend, and this is where you get to see what I think is what I I called this a couple months ago, and and, and if you're a long time listener, you know this that DC is planning on having new content every month for several years, pretty much. They they want it to be spaced out appropriately. That way they're not just dumping it all at you at once. You know, that's why they're doing everything weekly on the releases. I think that's probably a better plan as well. You know, if you give everything to everyone at once, then you've immediately got to come up with sort of new content over over the course of the next couple of years. Whereas sort of feeding it out, I think, is is probably a better plan. But it, the, the content that they've got planned out here looks amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually um, very, very impressed with it. Um, and, you know, if I look at here, they, they've done this by months. And if you pay monthly anyway... There's enough content here to keep your subscription through that month as they feed you stuff, so you never have to cancel your subscription. Like, if you got Netflix to watch Daredevil, then you cancel it immediately when you're done. You don't have to worry about mm. it again, kind of thing. Um, but first and foremost, Titans is launching this month, and will go up through January, which then takes place of with Young Justice Outsiders. I'm so excited for the third season of Young Justice. And what may disappoint some people, or or not, is Young Justice will be split into two parts, a part one and a part two. Uh, part one is January through February. Part two will be June and July. So there will be... That a- is kind of frustrating, but <laughs> I think I'll, I'll be watching both. Yep. Uh, yep, and, and I think it's weekly. But then Doom Patrol will be releasing actually in February already, right in the middle of it. Like, they're... They're not holding back on on their Doom Patrol show that they're filming right now. No, that's coming up quick, um, and and it looks like it's shaping up to be pretty good as well. Yeah, we got, got some conversation about that one later. Um, uh, Swamp Thing will be taking place as soon as Doom Patrol is done during the same time Young Justice uh, Part Two is going on. So you can have your Swamp Thing and your Young Justice. I think th- this is where they're going to start. Like mid a year from now is when they're going to start doubling down on their content. Um, yeah, and I think this may change or be added, and more will be added to it. But Young Justice and Swamp Thing, followed by Star Girl, which we've not really seen a whole lot of, but we now have a logo to look at here. And um, I wonder what that sort of what Star Girl will be aimed at, because a lot of these other shows like Titans and Doom Patrol and Swamp Thing look quite dark and mature, um, and then. And I guess the Harley Quinn one as well, but then Stargirl sort of jumps out. Um, I wonder sort of where that will sit in the spectrum of um, tone, I guess, of of, of these DC shows. Um, well, if if uh, if if Harley Quinn's animated thing is to be believed, uh, dark and gritty is the way of the future in films. <laughs> yeah. Um, so dark. Yeah. So um, I I think you know Stargirl and she's part of the Justice Society of America. Um, mm. I think will be probably more. I, I don't want to say kind of uh, was it Legends of Tomorrow ish, but it, it could be more fun than um, the other ones, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know, Supergirl I don't know the character as well. Yeah, uh, this is the the Supergirl TV show for for the DC universe. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll be doubling down next November, October with the Harley Quinn animated series going on at the same time as Stargirl. So we got a whole calendar there, a whole year yeah, and a half worth a, of planning. That's a solid, yeah, eighteen months worth of worth of content to get around. Um, and it looks good. Um, looks really good. Yeah, I, I have to admit when when the DC when DC announced that they were having their own. Um, 
streaming service i was i was kind of skeptical about it but you know they they look like they're going to deliver and and like you say i think they'll probably be adding more stuff to this along the way as they go yeah i think i think that's the important part here like this is just their their current slate they've announced all these things already and if things pop up i think they'll 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 push towards them uh if it's if it's profitable so at least you know if you're a subscriber you get through december 2019 right now knock on wood so yeah that'll be really cool yep Let's talk about Titans a little bit. We got some Titans news here. Uh, the first three episode uh, screeners have been set to review people, and yeah. in I guess I'm not surprised, but everyone has said it's very, very positive. They're very, very excited for this show, um, mm. and uh, it's a grim, dark. It's more grim, dark, and violent than shows uh, have ever been before from DC. Um, I, not to to compare it to the Snyderverse, but like in that term of like grit and violence um yeah right more Which, more than cw yeah and i think you know watching the trailers we we've sort of picked up on that but um yeah it's good to hear that they're sort of you know they're running with it they're not sort of doing it halfway if, if they're mm-hmm. going to go for that grim dark and violent kind of kind of theme then or tone i guess then you know they're sticking to it and yeah it, it looks really good so I'm, I'm not surprised it's getting positive reviews either yeah yeah it's not, i mean it, it's for for three episodes that, that's a that's a good start um that's for sure um the final trailer dropped as well you get to see some characters powers and them kind of come together um i'm excited to learn more about these versions characters and what their powers can be uh i've been told that for people who are worried about starfires look there's an explanation for her look within the first three episodes and what that will yeah, be, right. and, and they'll probably end up being more comic booky later. But there's a reason at the start of why she looks the way she looks. Yeah, um, and this trailer seems to give a bit more um, uh, inter-character relationships as well. It mm-hmm. looked like there was um, Robin and Starfire were getting uh, quite close. Yeah, <laughs> in a little one bit. Of those scenes, a little bit. <laughs> I mean. She's possibly an alien, man. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, and then we get to see Beast Boy. Uh, he's transformed into a, a tiger quite a, quite a bit yeah. here. Yeah, and uh, that scene of him as well in the cage, like yeah. a sort of caged beast with all the the blood down his front um, and running out of his mouth and stuff. Yeah, it looks like an interesting um, origin for him. Yeah, and all his creatures are green, so we get to see some of the green from him. Raven, I, they haven't really touched on her powers a whole lot, but um, I, I imagine we'll see a lot more of those. Because I think she's like the lead, the the start of the show. Because I believe yeah. her father um, Trigon is trying. Who's a demon who needs to be born into the earth or whatever, and that she has to go through her. He has to go through her yeah, to get there. So. Some some of the narration of this trailer seemed to it. It looks like she's pretty sort of central to the whole thing. Um, yeah. and her and her and Trigon, um, yeah, seem to be the sort of. I don't know villains or the the thing everyone's the, working the, against. The but... big bad at the end of the yeah, season will yeah, be will yeah. be that. But after that season's over, we'll get season two because season two of Titans has already been confirmed for the DC universe. Man, they're confident. That's why I think there's going to be more on that schedule. I think you know a year from now we'll be getting Titan season two, or if not sooner. Yeah. Um, so I definitely think they're going to be cranking these out, you know, a la Netflix style for a little bit until they see what works and doesn't work. Yeah. What is cool is that um, season two is probably going to introduce a new versions of Deathstroke and Jericho into the show. That'll uh, be really cool. Um, Cause Deathstroke, I think has a lot of history with the Titans, doesn't he? Yeah. There is a comic series called the Judas contract, which is like one of the That's highest right. peaks of, of Titans. 
and they said that's probably what season two will be based on. Is and there's a DC animated show called The Judas Contract as well, I think, isn't there? And the 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 movie, I think they had a movie for it. Yeah, uh, movie. That's what I meant. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Um, with with yeah, Deathstroke and the Titans um coming together. Um, I don't know a lot about Jericho though. That's that's a, that? that's a, that's a, that's Deathstroke's son, uh, Jericho. Oh right. So oh, wow. um, I think he also has a daughter as well. I don't know, remember her name. She's blonde, I believe. She was in yeah, right. Teen. I think she might be more in Teen Titans the animated series than or Teen Titans Go. I don't know. Yeah. I I just know the relationship between Deathstroke and Teen Titans from the Teen Titans Go movie, and I know that's not the best interpretation <laughs> of that. But I I still have I still maintain I had a good time with that movie, and I can't wait for it to come out to watch it again. Yeah. So oh, I haven't actually seen it, so I'm gonna have to get on that as well. Yeah. So um. Yeah, I mean that sounds like Titans is is coming up really really good. So good for it, good for everyone who's a subscriber, and, and maybe if I get a chance, I'll I'll ch- check out one of the one of the episodes, the first one or two when they come out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Harley Quinn surprised everybody with a first look video here, um, which I I thought was really fun. Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this video actually. <laughs> it's got Harley and Ivy in a prison cell in Gotham, and um, they're. She's inviting us to watch her new show, and it'll be lots of fun and not dark and gritty. Um, and everyone there will be having fun except for Batman, who did yeah. pop up in the video for a second. Um, I think the biggest walk away here is that uh, Kaylee Cuoco is har- voicing Harley Quinn. So she's going from Big Bang Theory to Harley Quinn. Yeah, which is an, an interesting transition. Um, but from from what, from what she sounds like, it, it sounds really cool. Um, the thing I really liked about this video as well was like how topical it was. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, she's making references to, um, you know, being all it's not going to be all dark and gritty. And I think Ivy says something about like like all the other DC shows are, or, or something about the movies. Yeah. Um, and then she says, you know, and it's actually going to come, not like that Deadpool TV show that was meant to. Happen. Oh yeah, they took a stab <laughs> right at that Deadpool show. They did not. Uh... Yeah. They didn't shy away from that one bit, did they? Didn't pull any punches whatsoever. Um, what what I think is cool, someone pointed out to me that the last time we heard um, Harley Quinn, other than the, um, well, probably actually Suicide was actually um, Melissa uh, Roche, uh, who plays Bernadette in the Big Bang Theory. If you watch that, right? Uh, she voiced Harley Quinn in the uh, Batman and Harley Quinn animated movie. Oh, so, right. So all these Big Bang Theory people are finally coming back around to. To do actually, you know, nerd things, yeah, yeah. Rather than pretend they, they know about it, over. yeah. So um, I think I think that's really cool. Um, I don't. I, I think uh, they said who I, uh, Harley or Ivy Poison Ivy was voiced by, but I didn't catch it. It wasn't like a bigger name, but I'm I'm kind of excited for this one. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm keen on this one. Um, it looks really good from this video. We got a year until it comes out, but I mean, if, if they nail this tone and this you know sarcasticness. The sarcasm is, is what's what's selling me, and and yeah, the animation definitely. looks pretty simple. So, um, yeah, Harley Quinn, man, that's that's next. But are you ready for Doom Patrol? I yeah, this this looks awesome. This one looks um, the most interesting to me um, because yeah. I have no idea what's going on, and that that's very in, intriguing. Um, yeah, a bit of mystery surrounding it. Yep, they brought Brandon Fraser on stage at New York Comic Con because he's voicing. Um, the, he's doing the human version of. Robot Man and the voice of Robot That's Man. That's right, and he's voicing it, yeah. Yep, and uh, some people who got to see, I think, the first episode there, they say they handle swearing, sex, and dark themes more maturely than Titans. Like, it's not what as... What does more maturely mean? As in there's less of it, or...? It's probably more, like, you know, less 
angst, like not as edgy and like yeah, the people aren't like right. oh, like you know we, we re- definitely remember Starfire and and uh, Robin getting it on from that trailer. Like there's there's yeah, some shock yeah. value to it. Probably in Doom Patrol, like yeah, whatever. Life life Less happens, of a man. Sort of f batman uh vibe yeah yeah well probably <laughs> probably probably less f bombs probably more more something along the lines i would say you know the titans would be like the not cw but like a darker version i don't know how to put it but then this is more the the, the grown-ups version of that show like they're watching later. yeah yeah um but uh doom patrol does have a backdoor pilot in titans i think episode five anyway so um okay that's kind of cool that they're dropping that like a couple months after it's over, after the uh, the first part of Young Justice wraps up there a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool for Doom Patrol. Uh, in in sci-fi, sh- this is probably I've heard the best uh, DC show out there right now, Krypton. Okay, I haven't watched it, and and I've heard you guys have said it's getting really good reviews. Um, Again, one of those ones that no one was asking for, and then it turns out it's actually pretty good. Yes, yeah, probably that's probably <laughs> why it's good. Like the ones that nobody asked for, like yeah, we're just doing it on our own anyway. Um, yeah. Season apparently the costume designs are better, like almost movie level, like and how they make the character, like Brainiac and stuff like that in season one. Season wow. season two is giving us Lobo uh, by actor Emmett Scanlon, and we already have him in the costume. Right here to look this, at. This is interesting. Um, like, it looks very Lobo. Um, like, it looks a lot like him. Um, the only thing is he looks kind of smaller. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, it looks like a human dude dressed as Lobo. And from what I understand, Lobo is quite a large um, figure. Well, a it, large it, alien. it's hard to say how tall he is based on where this photo is cut off at. This is very true. Um, That's very true. And there's no context. But yeah, I mean, everyone wanted Jason Momoa to fill this role. And could you imagine yeah. Jason Momoa in this being that big of a person oh, already? Jason Jason Momoa lends himself to Lobo. But, yeah. Um, yeah. What's really funny, like, so Lobo, um, I, I don't like his eye pieces like the the diamonds on his eyes like the the burns because it reminds me of deadpool from x-men origins wolverine yeah yeah because his actually lobos i think go up and around like kind of more of a curved angle but like that's fine whatever he's got the dreadlocks he's got the you know the red eyes the chain around his arm and of course the um the skull with the mouth wide open as a cod piece going on here so yeah it's less of a belt buckle and more of a cod piece isn't it yeah it really is uh so i mean i think he's gonna be interesting i love i like the look i mean if we're gonna get lobo in any way shape or form that isn't you know dwayne the rock johnson or jason momoa size for tv this is this is pretty close to to what that's gonna be um no i think i think this looks awesome and and as a villain for you know krypton um i think yeah lobo lobo's a good pick um because he does have that kind of intergalactic um stellar kind of um origin and and that's sort of where he fits so no i I think this will be really cool yeah yeah and they've given a little description of this version of the character which i think matches up with the comic book uh, genius level intellect when it comes to matters of warfare and is a deadly adversary. Superhuman strength and is virtually immortal. Uh, his word is the only thing he holds sacred and he'll never violate the letter of an agreement, but he might disregard his spirit. So he's probably on a contract to do something and he's like, well, I got to do it since I said I did it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. A Lobo, um, a very, very, inter- very, I'm not, I'm not offended by this. Like, yep. That's, yeah, no. 
that's that's the way that's the way it goes. Um, even though it's kind of a human esque attire he's wearing there. Yeah. Um, lastly, uh, to wrap up our news here, um, talking about DC animated uh, movies uh, is Reign of the Superman, the next movie, and we got our first poster from it um, showing the four different Superman. So um, recently, DC released the Death of Superman animated movie. Yeah. This is the immediate sequel to that. Um, ah, okay. So, in the absence of Superman, four people have shown up to be Superman. Um, and you may... Uh, we'll, we'll go through these. The first one in the upper left is the Eradicator. Um, okay. He plays more of like the last son of Krypton kind of Superman. Um, right. He, he's still got the... He's, he, may, he may kill, he may not, I don't know. Uh, to the right of that is Superboy. Uh, he's like if the yep. Superman was raised by the Kardashians is what they described it as. <laughs> uh, yeah, more, more, more ego and and uh, that kind of thing. In the bottom left is uh, Steel, I believe. Um, I think they had like a movie. Was it um, Shaquille O'Neal was Steel in like the '90s or something like that? Um, oh, man, I'm gonna have to dig that out. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. Anyway, so it's, it? <laughs> uh, it's, it's so this guy. I mean, it's nothing like this. It doesn't deal with the death. Of Superman. So Steel is a guy who's like honorable and kind of like the ideal morals of Superman. He builds a, a, a steel suit to have Superman's powers. Like it's in that hammer he has there. So right. like the hammer gives him his powers. Then lastly, is Cyborg Superman, which is a Superman without the emotion. So um, yeah. In this movie, these these Superman have shown up to t- take the place of, of the regular Superman. And Lois is looking to see if any of them are in fact like Superman reborn in one of them. So, um, a- as we know, uh, the only way to bring Superman back to life is to shock him with lightning from the Flash when he's in a pool of <laughs> well, goo. Uh, bathing him in a weird out of space ship. Yep. that Jesse Eisenberg came up with. But uh, yeah. yeah, either way. So this is the next one, and it looks to be a sequel of the other one. So I think they're gonna maybe continue that. I don't know if they'll have. Um, the birth of whatever the return of Superman, whatever it'll be called, but at least this one's coming out. So, if you like the movies, so, you got that. So, is this based on an actual uh, comic book storyline, uh, yeah, or have are yes, they it sort is. of winging it? Okay. And my other question: Are these guys all in the same universe, or is this a sort of Spider Verse? I believe I believe they are all in the uh, same universe. Okay. All right. Um, well, that that'll be interesting. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, again, since Lois Lane is going around and meeting them all, I don't think she's leaving the dimensions. Um, but I, yeah, I don't true. know why they would have... Um, I don't know why they all exist at the same time all of a sudden, even though Superman has kind of been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that that's a really cool idea. I didn't realize it was a direct um, sequel to The Death of Superman. So, um, no, that would be really cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so as well. I'm trying to pull up here in the... Um, just kind of seeing uh, Reign of the Superman. Just trying to pull up to see where that would go. Yeah. Um, they have five movies coming up um, next year, it looks like. So, Reign of Superman, Justice League vs. Fatal Five, Batman Hush, and Wonder Woman Bloodlines. So, it doesn't look like they, they have any plans for a uh, next sequel yet or not. But, oh well. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Maybe I need to watch some of those. Maybe they, they will be on the DC Universe streaming service. Oh. That'd be a good, be that'd be a good sell. Um. Yeah, well, that's our news for this week, Mitch. I mean, it's a little longer than, than I thought we'd go a little bit, but I think, I mean, there was so much here. There's so much news. Oh, it was it was a news-dense week. Yeah, very much so. And uh, although Mike's gone, I, I super appreciate you stepping in, filling in the role, having, uh, being able to talk all this with you, man. I, I just, I can't express how thankful I am for that and, and you being a, a fan and a super fan. 
Um, oh, right back at you guys. Like, thank, I, I really appreciate the opportunity to be able to come on and, and talk about this stuff with you guys. Um, like, I feel it's kind of a weird thing to say, but I feel like I kind of know you guys having listened to you for, for sort of three years. Um, and yeah, it's just awesome to be able to, to be able to come on and, and share my opinions as well. So no, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, if people want to follow you and see what you're up to, uh, where, where, where can people do that at if they want to? It's, it's, uh, it's up to you if you have them. I don't know. It's, it's... Yeah, no. Be- best place to follow me or get in touch with me is my Instagram, um, at Mitch Buckley Photography. Um, it, there's no photos of me. It's all photos of animals. But um, if you like, you know, if you like to see some Australian wildlife and um, animals from my other travels, then um, yeah, check me out. Give me a follow. Oh, that'd be, that'd be really cool. Yeah, I, I, I did not know that. So I'll definitely be on there giving you, giving you the the whole Instagram hearts for sure. Ah, thanks, man. Yeah, Appreciate no, it. No problem. And as you guys know, you can always find me on uh, Twitter, Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N, or Instagram, Valdan87. Uh, last weekend, I had an opportunity to play Halo at a LAN party, Mitch. I don't know if you've ever had the yeah. experience to sit in the same room with the same Xboxes and play Halo together, but we got to do that last weekend as a test run for next weekend's Halo party. We're doing with like oh, 10 people. Be so much fun. Yeah. So once we, we proved it worked, everyone was like, oh my gosh. I forgot how fun that was. I'm like, yeah, we can do, we can still do this now. So it's it's really cool uh, to be able to do that. And then um, you always head over to Comic UI as well. Um, do you want to do this last part, Mitch? You think you can fill in Mike's role yeah, and tell people I'll, where they I'll can find Superhero Slate? All right. Um, yeah. So as always, you can visit the guys at SuperheroSlate.com. Um, that's where you can find all their upcoming news, the Superhero Slate release dates, um, and the podcast. Um, you can also find the podcasts on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Um, you can like them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, if you want some sweet merch, head over to SuperheroSlate.com slash store. Awesome. That I mean, you, you nailed it. You got it done quickly too. Mike likes to throw in these like little bits about creating a cult or some sort of like membership <laughs> card at the end. Now I'm like, I people people just want to move on with their days, man. I don't know. So I appreciate oh, that was the. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you've given him fuel for his fire. So uh, that's fine. We we still have fun. Um. All right. Well, that's the show for this week. Again, Mitch, thank you very much. And I guess we will catch everybody next week. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Yeah. Just say bye, Mitch. Bye, guys. There you go. (laughs) Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. (laughs) Drop F-bombs, like, very occasionally.